practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Big old loud, all right, here, here coming live from the crevasse. Oh. Come on. Henning. Oh, no, no, I don't. Henning just I don't, slapped yeah. I don't need him. Two I... wrists together. <laughs> no wrist smack. <laughs> oh, that somehow that seems really spicy. Look at old wrist smack. Oh, smacking his wrists. Uh there's a wrist <laughs> smack. Like old Brandon Fraser. That it does seem like something Brendan Fraser would do. Like a real Canadian like courtesy. <laughs> I can't, my hands, my hands are sticky from my maple syrup. No, they keep their hands in that, it is Canadian courtesy, because they always keep the okay, because they're always always cool with everything. Everything's. Or like it's a sad, the the (laughs) Canadian crips. (laughs) (laughs) It kind of looks like a sad moose antler, so it's like. Yeah. Do you uh you don't know this, but I was actually started a gang in sixth grade called the Moose Club. The Moose Club? Literally, and we put our. It's like we were like red green before we knew red green even existed. <laughs> we literally put it was, and the people in it were my buddy Scott, who we called Scooter, and my sixth grade oh, teacher. So there were three of us. <laughs> And our symbol was to put the old moose antlers up on our head, give them the old moose five. And we were literally named after because we thought the label, I think it, the beer was called like Moosehead Beer. Yeah. Which yeah. is a Canadian beer. So I don't even know. Somehow that became the Moose Club. And I, I couldn't, you know, my memories doesn't work beyond that. Somehow it got from A to B to Z to Moose Club. Nothing nothing says gang like a, a kind authoritarian teacher figure. <laughs> but really, if you did see... <laughs> it's a sanctioned by the Boys and Girls Club, then it's not a gang. But it, think if it was like a real apocalyptic or uh, post-apocalyptic gang, that would be scary. Like, w- w- what's your gang? These two children and I'm their sixth grade and teacher. <laughs> like, you know what? Let's go around these guys. <laughs> I don't trust them at all. But the teacher is in chains, <laughs> and they give and his eyes moose. are so shut. They give you the moose without context. He's go. All right, I'm gonna Gotta go. I'm gonna take my uh, chances with Will Smith on the other side over there. Didn't he make a post-apocalyptic movie? Yes, yes. I am legend. That one. Yeah, guys. I don't want to interrupt the uh, the momentum, but we didn't get a clap in. I was late because Casey didn't ca- count it down, and that's why I was all moosey over here. Oh, wristy. Give me, oh, you're going to musk me with the <laughs> with I, an excuse? Ooh, musk. We've had a lot of good already forecast, forecasting, foreshadows. Uh, one, a beer foreshadow. Two, a musk foreshadow. <laughs> three, <laughs> Henning. Musk. I actually don't need, we're already in the Moose Club together, unity via <laughs> ourselves, so I technically don't need a unity clap as long as we're all recording, but Henning, okay. I'll tell you what, as a... Uh, as a courtesy to you, syncing it up later, I thought, but well, oh well, well as, figure it out. As an amendment to you, I'll let you introduce the episode. Oh boy. Um, That's a lot of weight. Welcome to Dumb Dads 1, 2, and 3. 
Check your duds. Respect your dads. Ooh, I like it. A jerk practice podcast. We got Hans from the South Carolina Crease. There's now Hansy. Casey from the the cravat, Ohio crevasse. And old Henning from the Portland pit. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome. So I don't even know what we were just talking about, but it was fun. And you had reminded me as we get started. Red green of all things. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. Did, could could either one of you explain that what that is because I, like okay. I remember but it's like hard, it was like a PBS comedy show but it was do you was I it met him comedy? I met him was he a Which real one, red person? or green <laughs> Yeah he was probably a an actual personality maybe he was on radio or something they decided he's so cool we need to make a fictionalized TV show about him Was it was it Canadian or American? Canadian. Real Canadian. So Canadian. Or so was it Can- American idea of Canada? No, it had to be Canadian. But there was a Native American, Graham Greene. He was on it. Because I, I drove up, I drove, not up, we drove to Sioux Falls. Right. South Dakota sure. to an Ace Hardware for a meet and greet <laughs> with Red Green. <laughs> You don't even have so, to answer this because I know it's true. He was signing rolls of duct tape, wasn't he? You had to, you had to buy the duct tape. You couldn't bring your own, but he would sign it if you had it. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, that guy's got such a racket. I love it. But to explain it, it's unexplainable. It was on PBS. It was a comedy, but it was that weird form of British slash Canadian slash Irish comedy that wasn't funny at all, ever. And it was so unfunny. Uh, and the nerd. What about the <laughs> Harold the Urkel, the white Harold? Urkel? Harold? Was it, no, it wasn't Harold. Harris? Herent? I don't know. Got to look it up. But he or yeah, but it was. <laughs> but there was no like setup or punch. There was something that he would. So here was a comedy bit. He would make a TV out of duct tape, and it would work. I don't think it was Canadian because one of the reoccurring characters was the the Native American character actor Graham Greene. Yes, yes. Who is famously is the main Indian chief from Dances with Wolves. But I think he's he Canadian. A, they might have been shooting Canadian? in like Niagara, that weird <laughs> Middle <laughs> Earth, a floating non-American, non-Canadian. TV Island, the Borderlands on some glacier. In that is that where Trailer lake. Park Boys is filmed? See, in trailer- this like Casino Island. Trailer Park Boys is, ah, uh, boy, it's funny. I don't like stand by it the way many people do, but I think that's just a taste thing. But they actually have setups and characters and like rewards. From their comedy, <laughs> like Red Green, whatever I'm trying to say. What do you call it? Like you have a setup, a punchline, and then you get a treat. What do you get? Satisfaction? How does comedy work? <laughs> See, Red Green has destroyed me. <laughs> That's why we had a, such a hard time in New York. God. <laughs> yeah. We just, we just wrote half sketches and gave pies to the audience. At I the don't end. think he gets it. <laughs> um I yeah it's unexplainable we'll cuz it was to like a something up on on the a, a lodge 
Yeah. He was your. He was like awesome a awesome lodge. I'm looking at it right now. Ah, uh, Henning's yeah. got it. Lay lay the deets on his hen. Handyman corner, north of forty. Buddy system was a big thing. <laughs> mail call spelled M A L E. Oh, oh, it's pre man show, but really <laughs> it's sad Canadian and man show. It's the dad show. Dad show. <laughs> it was Canadian television. Oh yeah, CBS, CBC, CBC, CBC. And rebroadcast on PBS, of course, as we know. Who was the nerd? What was the nerd's name? Uh, Skirvin? Harold was the old guy. No. Harold was the young guy. Nerd. Red. Right, it was Harold. I think he's Red like some Shakespearean actor, too, by the way. It's like Graham he's Greene. Probably British, he's nominated yeah. for an Academy Award. And then he just shows up, and as I recall, he plays a pretty... No, he doesn't play a stereotype. He's like the mailman. He's like, oh, it's cold out here. (laughs) Yeah, he plays a stereotyped, like, sad Canadian. Like, boring Canadian. They're just like. No, Graham Green, the Native American fella. I'm seeing a Rick Green. Is that who you're talking about? Does Graham have a brother, Rick Casey? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I know his name's Green. Maybe it's not Graham Green. I thought that was his first name. I think it's Graham Greene. He might not have been a regular cast member is all. They only played, that was on the South Dakota circuit because he was in Dances with Wolves. They only played his episodes. Got to drum up support for that handbag. The, um, God, why do, how did we get on Red (laughs) For that what? (laughs) How did we get on Red Green? I had something that I didn't even think about. Yes, I, I got it. Dad talk. I got it. And that's the daddiest show. That is Go ahead. The mo- such a dad show. But. That is, yeah. Did you guys know that a recognized day, you know how you'll have like, say you'll have in South Dakota, like the red green day, right? Or Canada. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A recognized day here is July 5th. In South Carolina, the capital of Mm -hmm. Columbia, where they actually take down the state flag of South Carolina and raise the Confederate flag in honor, in honor of July 5th, the day that then Governor Nikki Haley uh, forced the Confederate flag to no longer be flown at the Capitol. So as some sort of amendment hmm. or agreement, they said, all right, oh my God. but you got to give us one day. And that shit Not in really honor, but happens. As compensation. Yes. And as it's, a I love, yes. They use the system. They nerd. They're like, okay, nerds. You right. want to take, use your nerd powers to take away my flag. I'm going to use your nerd law to get one day where I get to fly my flag. Cause it's not just, yokel white supremacist rednecks like planting their own flag in their per their agreement it's actual united states soldiers that march out unfold the confederate flag and rise the stars and bars high as they salute it and then do the same thing as they take it down while i saw this on the news and i was flabbergasted while those said dumpy Trumpians, the the melty candle wax looking white Americans, 
are standing around in Harley Davidson suspenders, one boot, one sandal. And and they're just like so proud to be standing around this thing. I could not, I cannot believe that that, I can believe that's a thing from the old Carolina crease, but I don't know why, what may, oh yeah, saying South Carolina crease, because it made me think of like a stinky crease in a fat man's stomach. Then made me think of that display I saw in the evening news the other day. So they do a flag, flag had to fold it up and put it away, except for one day. I'm gonna sneak. They it. Install... I'm gonna sneak a switch, rainbow flag, and they won't even know it. <laughs> Do they install the, like a a special flag. flagpole that's also <laughs> just a little bit taller they, for the fifth? It's the fifth pole. They take it's down a, the state flag and American <laughs> flag and raise the and Confederate no. flag. That's that's secessionist. I want to be on the battleship that then bombards fucking Charleston again. They're too Once busy. that flag down comes the down, American? that battleship no is too busy de- de- displaying Vietnam. <laughs> housing casino, housing uh, fucking slot machines. I don't know about American flag hunting. I think they just fly the state flag out front, which is, is that crazy? Do they fly both? I don't know. I only saw the state flag come down. If the Amer- let's say hypothetically the American flag comes down, could I then in like a pontoon invade with a Chinese flag on behalf of China? <laughs> what are you Viet Cong? Yes, because then I would way. be attacking the South under the guys under the banner of the. I'm not flying the flag. This territory is no longer this ain't the, U.S. under the this protection is... of the U.S. Army. You're like a pirate, so don't even. Yes, the rules. You don't have to be China. You could be. Casina, you could be your own. I need someone to get my back when Trump gets me on espionage charges. (laughs) I know, get your back. (laughs) Don't you worry. Oh yeah, get your back with some bamboo. I'm sorry, (laughs) bamboo not in China. No, I'm thinking. Sorry, Indonesia. I'm sorry. There might be China's big. They have bamboo bamboo in China. A bamboo here. That's what that's what pandas eat, right? Uh, That's foreshadowing number three, you guys. Yeah, it's all coming together, baby. Uh, so I'm a yeah, Chinese dissident, rough. and next, the day after my birthday, Happy I'm birthday! invading South Carolina. <laughs> I did, oh, yes, I did. I was like, oh my God, I didn't wish, because it's already, I, th- I was like, oh my God, it's July 5th. It's July 15th. <laughs> I did wish you a happy birthday. Did you have a good birthday? Yeah, it was really fun. Uh, and you- I have to, I have a report for you guys, because... Columbus is really weird and groovy. Yeah. And they do this thing and it's so surreal. It's amazing. We have on the podcast, of course, talked about the uh Cranzburg Fourth of July parade. Mm-hmm. Of course. Which I lawless. thought was like the most lawless oh, no. pirate parade Trump? ever. Yeah. Columbus has one and it's been around for years it's called the doodah parade oh doodah day it's it's its mascot is groucho Marx. so there's a lot of like jokey sort of like the farce the farce is with you like you know like law is a joke so it's basically just like this super fun crazy like people just get drunk like at 9 a.m and then anybody can march in this parade Okay. But a lot of 
political figures are will do it, but it sort of galvanizes behind like the fringe people. Like sure, the socialist party will go, or yeah. <laughs> just uh, to give you guys exactly to explain how like they have like honky tonk bands playing. You can drink. And they and it's a it's a small parade. It goes around a park, around a couple streets, and they come back because it gets a little rowdy. But they had a a woman transitioning to a man okay. in a giant leather kilt, full on beard, like bosoms hanging out to the world because it's the dude parade. Oh, and, nipple <laughs> like nipple showing. Oh, nipple, yeah, trans transitioning from woman to man. I got it. Okay. Okay. Uh, so it so was just full like female breasts. Oh yeah, and like a, a luscious beard like mine. Oh, wow. Going down the street, and you're. I was just like, "Well, that's crazy." But just to like give you like, there were two sort of like polo clad khaki wearing dudes, just like woof, woof. Well, that's a shame. <laughs> like they just were just like. And I was like, so yeah, that's the dude operate guys getting drunk on Bud Lights and. I wasn't oofing, watching people I wasn't in Native American headdresses. I wasn't oofing because it's wrong or bad or anything. I was oofing because that's amazing. These are the types of things I want to see in life. The, that should be a daily. Oh, no. I should walk down the street and walk by that and go, like it shouldn't phase me. That's how crazy things should be. But they're just yeah. I but yet I have to walk by khaki pantsed doofs no and that was the whole thing is like it's such a crazy and it's like groucho marx is the thing he's the they have giant structures for groucho marx which is like super funny and weird sure and just like that you know just like be who you want to be man like a lot of bare bosoms like a lot of crazies but then you know like people from the suburbs come and are like oh that's a nice pair of boobs for a man would you look at that what a shame what a shame it's like you come into the city to take a gander at all the weirdos. Exactly, throw nick throw nickels yeah, at the rest of us. Foreshadow number I agree. four. Every day should be weird like that. I know no, exactly. Sounds like a Portland thing too. Oh no, it definitely There's, like didn't have the, the Simpsons had an episode where like the, all the laws backwards day or something upside down day everything was oh yeah do what you feel day oh yeah that's, what it was that's right Simpsons. and didn't like. It all erupted into chaos, right? Like immediately, something. Oh, the uh, town descended. That somebody decided to take the bolts, or no, do what you feel. Day and a guy. The big one was a guy at the Ferris oh, yeah. wheel. Was like, I didn't feel like. Didn't you screw it I in? Feel like, I didn't feel like it. I didn't feel like it. Eh. Do what you feel. And the right, yeah, <laughs> the raptors started the collapsing. That oh no! A funny and episode. Yeah, I will say this doodah parade feels very much like that because everybody in a blade like neon green blaze shirt that said security or in charge were people who are never allowed to be in charge of anything ever, except for on July fourth <laughs> right. at nine thirty in the morning when they show up and they're still half in the bag. They're like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm here to. Uh, I'm going to drive that go kart." <laughs> And the person in charge is like a, a woman in an old wedding dress. <laughs> She's just like, Miss you Havisham, over here. Give I'm everybody water. <laughs> Watch out for the spiders. <laughs> My cake's made out of shoes. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe because Portland is weird enough every day, we don't have like a day like that. But we do have an annual naked bike ride. Oh, 
did oh, that makes me sick. All right. So you yeah. just told oh, me yeah. I'm a bearded transitioning <laughs> yep. woman in a leather kilt, and that's amazing. But even the thought of one person squat yeah. oh, trotting yeah. on a bicycle, speeding <laughs> around with junk hanging near gears and greased mm-hmm. up chains. Yeah, some of, it, everything some of them is on wrong. penny farthings. Ugh. It's unicycles. as pretty as you think. <laughs> Because they have it in Columbus, and they rode past our window when my mom was visiting. (laughs) So we, all four of us, just sat in the window and watched all these sad sacks ride past naked. That uh, and those aren't hunky L.A. New York Soho bodies. Mm. Those are Portland Columbusites that are the the pear shaped crevasse dwellers. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's a turnip or a potato. Those you don't see the. My mom and dad went. Oh, that's because oh, your mom scene. and dad are the couple of the most amazing people I've ever. They're they're they should be in my urban yes, uh, tall tale books. Um, oh naked dirigible riding doesn't count, Henning. You have to, <laughs> the bike has to be on the ground. It can't be pedaling an airship. That'd be great. I don't know why the image naked just... dirigible races. No one would know. I I just had an image of naked Gallagher like <laughs> putting his dong on the table and had a and his sledgehammer was a dildo and he just I don't know I had a horrible <laughs> image of naked Gallagher. <laughs> Balls are too, too. We have so many on. band names. Why not just add naked Gallagher to the top of the oh, list? Oh, that should be added to a. Dr- so that's he's busting more than balls. It's naked Gallagher. You just reminded me. So I told you guys this week that I'd have some stuff prepped for you, and I have some quizzes. But there were a few quizzes that petered out, and I'll just throw those your way. Just just concepts I had. Maybe you maybe down the pike they'll come. And one was because I just had names. One was um, let's see if I find it. Uh. Where is it? It's like, because Henning, what's the name you sent me and Casey this week? Was it like Turks Rundle or something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Aaron found a picture of a of a personal trainer whose name was uh, Turk. Fickling? Frickling? Fickling. Fickler? Yes, Fickling. Turk Fickling. Turk Fickling. So uh, one of the games was just going to be, is it a jerk practice name or is it a real name? Or a real name. But because <laughs> we all agreed that was yeah. we all agreed that was the most jerk practice name. Oh, yeah, that's nuts. Ever. So that I said the yeah. yeah name to the picture does not fit. No. And yeah. The fact that that. So, yeah, this needs more depth. I couldn't add depth to it. So that's a quiz that's coming down the road. And then this quiz I thought was going to be great. But. Mike Pence is the most boring. He's a mean, horrible man, but he also is the most boring, makes the most boring, banal statements ever Mm. because it was going to be, is it a Pence punt or a a Bundy blab? (laughs) So I was going to have, was this said by Al Bundy, Ted Bundy, or Mike Pence? (laughs) I love the Al Bundy, Ted Bundy. It, they were just, they didn't meld. Like, Al Bundy's were all, like, they don't, about they don't shoe stores. Too good. Yeah. So, it was, it named, you can never do a quiz name first, concept after, because Al Bundy's were all like, sorry, I don't have size ugly. 
and then Ted Bundy and Ted Bundy was like <laughs> Ted Bundy's was like murdering your first woman is a thrill. Murdering your seventeenth woman is like changing the lug nuts on a tire. I was like, oh my <laughs> god! And then I El do Bundy, <laughs> right? What is my Mike Pence? I did have one Mike Pence quote, and it was weird. Go Colts! <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. He calls his wife mother, mother. Did you know that? Ew. Like an old timey. He's like, hey, mother, mother, mm-hmm. which is just. Wait, two mothers? Oh, no. He double mothers. I had, I had heard the one. So literally, oh, I God. found a thing that said five oh. Mike Pence quotes you won't believe. And I was like, I believe them, but they're like, this list is just boring. One was he legitimately said smoking cigarettes doesn't cause death because two thirds of people that smoke die of other unrelated causes. Literally sure, said cool. that. Uh, but then the other thing was at a, at a diplomatic dinner, he stood up, asked them to pray and then turned to his wife and said, mother, mother, who prepared our meal this evening? Mother, mother, what China are we eating on? I don't, I don't know. It's just <laughs> weird. So that quiz just <laughs> fell weird. Um, I love that Ted Bundy would be creeped out by Mike Pence. Yes, yes. Given the, like the idea, like just imagining getting like amorous and just being like, mother, mother. Maybe. Like Ted Bundy's like, ew, gross. I kill women for a living, and that's oh. disgusting. <laughs> oh, here's all right. Maybe tell a me a different kind of maybe a different like maybe maybe Pence and Kemper would be more of a match. Ooh. I tried it. I tried cereal. All <laughs> and by the okay, is so, it a Pence so, Pont or a Kemper? Henning, you're reading Chump? me. Kemper. You're reading me perfect. Flip. Try this. Is it a serial killer or Mike Pence? Uh, what's one less person on the face of the earth anyway? Serial killer. Serial killer. That's Ted Bond. All right. B T B. Uh, even psychopaths have emotions. Then again, maybe not. Camp. Fuck yeah, serial. Richard Ramirez. Ah. Uh, let's see. Despite that's all I got. Musker, it's it's a bust. What about uh, what about uh, fucking BTK? He's pretty fucking shitty in Midwestern. I, that oh, I thought that would work, but his <laughs> he mundane. thinks so highly of himself. All his quotes uh, are a page yeah. and a half long. <laughs> There's no quote. It's just a, a statement. <laughs> All right. So those were a couple that fell short, but I do it's have a good game. Some. It's a good idea. I appreciate the the work you put in. Sorry you had to fucking stew in that. I am. I have two full quizzes, though, gentlemen. Oh. If you wish. So I have. So here's here's some topics I have. One. Should I get Aaron in on this? Well, I'm not there yet. I want to know what you guys, how you guys okay. want to go. And by the way, uh, wait. I want to go. So one, I got some news this week. Uh, you're looking, and it's it could be awful. It's cool news. But it could be weird, and I'm prepared to weird everybody out, but I got a letter back, or I got an email this week that said that a submission I sent like eight months ago has been accepted, and I'm going to be published in the Emerging Writers of New York Nonfiction Anthology of 2018 by Z Publishing House. But That's cool. The story they... I remember submitting... And I had like four months to submit, 
and I submitted with like 30 minutes left. <laughs> and so just a clock ticking down, baby. <laughs> as I recall, when the so the the title they the story I, I I submitted a few, and the story they accepted, I didn't even recognize the title, and that's because they they said we'll be sending back a uh, an edited version for you to peruse and comment on the edits and go back and forth with the editor on July eighteenth. So it is this short story entitled "Birthday Boy." That I sent and have not read since, nor did I read very thoroughly prior. So I don't know what to expect. So I have the pre-version here printed to read if you want. And then after they give some edits, I could do that or we could just hold off and I could give a link for everybody to buy the old anthology, baby. But don't do that because I'll I'll send you a copy, (laughs) listeners, if you want to read it. So that's one. Two, a couple shekels their way. Two. I thought you said, Hans, yeah. before you move on, uh, nonfiction? That one's a nonfiction piece. Short story? Short story. Uh, the, oh, okay, from your own life. Memoir, if you will. Ooh, okay. Which makes it yeah, even girl. more... Makes me Juicy. Makes me sweaty. Cold sweats right now, thinking of it. We're going to delve back into the day-making? Oh, yeah. <laughs> two. In honor of Friday the 13th, you guys, I got a message from Uh Timmy reminding me of something that we used to talk about all the time that I haven't thought about in probably 13 years, which is a scene in Friday the 13th, number five, in which a boyfriend and girlfriend live in a van or are staying in a van and they separate for a moment in which the boyfriend goes and sits on a porta potty toilet and sings to his girlfriend from the toilet in duet form and she yes. sings back to him and the lyrics are simply ooh baby and she sings back ooh ooh, ooh baby, baby. <laughs> to which Jason then plunges a spear <laughs> through the guy's head but it is just one of the most amazing scenes in horror movie history, and I'd forgotten all about it. And I didn't know if we wanted to delve into fun Friday the 13th or fun horror movie uh, potential or shitty tattoos that people get on Friday the 13th. Human Ooh, Centipede yeah, has come one. up a few times. I don't know if you've seen that movie. I couldn't finish it. <laughs> That's an option. And I just got a tattoo of a spear through a porta potty coincidentally draw it up heading and it was for free (laughs) we need to all get porta potty because aaron did it with a coat hanger and big pen ink (laughs) um and the guy the guy who did it was wearing a hockey mask (laughs) i wish that like i want like pop culture to mutate and like friday the 13th to like not be a horror movie anymore, but I want the tall tale to be like a an undead retarded kid. Whoa! Comes comes back with a hockey mask and just gives people tattoos. You like, just gave... be nice on the twelfth because Jason will give you a free tattoo. That is amazing. And Casey, your abrasive use of the R word just gave me such an amazing idea for a sketch where Jason is systematically killing campers but he's not the villain it's the one person who calls him retarded and everybody's like hey 
that man child with the tarp <laughs> yeah. over his head is <laughs> mentally challenged. <laughs> He's mentally exceptional. Uh, I don't know how. Look far- how strong he is. I don't know what the reward for that sketch after punchline would be. But- yeah. Payoff. It's is an the inter- word. Yeah. It's a it's a running interstitial. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So yeah, never have to end it. The real meat, Henning, and Casey. Before you, mm. before we all met in three, I told Henning that I created two quizzes, and combined, they couldn't be more Henning-like quizzes unless they were a quiz about his own name. That's how <laughs> perfect I think, and 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 especially one of them for you, Case. But you can both join in. So the first one. Is a me, oh me, like get e weave on, um, gotta step away. Uh, I so I don't know how it would work with uh, uh that Jason sketch. I guess you, I just love the the idea of like, yeah I don't know. You could I just have love the, the idea of like come in and that, so it'd be like PC horror movie villains. So the leprechaun comes in yeah. and somebody's like, watch out for that M word. <laughs> M word. <laughs> I love like, the idea of the ambiguity of you going M word, and you're like, what, it, "What are you referring to? The undead pedophile? The midge? Oh, the midget! You said the M. Oh, okay, M word. Got it. Oh, you mean not mo- not child molester? <laughs> but that's the thing. It could be funny. That's what the confusion is. Is M word could be molester? Could be midget? Could be man child. It could be Frederick Krueger. Could be the one reprimanding them, and he's a fucking burnt child molester. Be like, hey, he is on the spectrum, all right. And his thousand fathers were of questionable. They were not given due process. One of his, they're all rapists. One but. of his fathers was a Jew. <laughs> They'd be like, you know, Freddie. Freddie's like, hey, Freddie. Oh God! And Freddie's an anti-Semite. And they'd be like, and he's course, like, hey, yeah. I'm not. I'm not Jewish. None of my fathers were Jew. And they're like, he doesn't know that his mother was Jewish, and that's all that it takes. <laughs> and that's all that. And she was a nun, a self-hating nun. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What a fun. It's too bad we don't do those Halloween sh- that Halloween show anymore. Oh yeah, we could really fucking creep out some people on there. Like, hey, it's the Thursday, two Thursdays before Halloween. Jason's just giving a child like a no, not Jason. Freddie's just giving a child like a weird. Never mind, like a touch, like a back rub, but like yes. a dainty claw back yeah, rub. Right. So kind of tickles. He, yeah, what do you put that's childlike on claws? That like just a is... bunch of wine corks from all the wine he's been drinking. Wait, did anybody not like? Shouldn't that be the next uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movie? Just one, almost like that movie Hard Candy. Just one long movie about him trying to get an actual, like one realistic situation where he's trying to abduct a child. No dreams. <laughs> Just, just Freddy. Like, what happened? It's a prequel. <laughs> it's like that movie, uh, Lie Long Island yes. Expressway. Yes, like, it's just like he just wants to fall in love. Do you think that could be made? Could that? Could we get that made? A prequel to Frederick Krueger's life, where he's molested <laughs> as a child. So he grows up as is known 
psychologically, a lot of people that are abused as children become abusers themselves. So we follow his life in like the early, late 50s with his uncle. And he grows up in the 70s. Ugh. The only way to do it is to play it earnest until like the last 10 minutes when you're like, wait, his name's Freddy Krueger? <laughs> yes. And then you, they, you watch him get burned alive. <laughs> <laughs> I invested two hours into this movie only to be a backdoor Freddy origin. Like serious, like in earnest with like a like real soundtrack, like, you know, jazz I would, Ash- and orchestra. Ashley and I were started. We didn't finish it. Uh, we started watching that movie. You were never really here with okay. Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, it's really good. Shot really well, but it's very artistic and very ambiguous, and there are a lot of long shots of just like Joaquin Phoenix being kind of miserable and almost committing suicide. So that's what I'm imagining is uh, young Freddy like hanging himself with an electric cord, but like not doing it enough to die. And then he's like, oh, never mind. You know, so it's really artsy, and it's like, oh, he's in the city. We don't know what he's doing. And then the last 20 minutes is just like, a high school teacher throws him in the oven and you're like wait this is a freddy movie and then it and it pans out the end after the credits then it pans out and an audience in a theater looking shocked and then it goes close up on a guy that fell asleep in the theater and then it rips away into his dream and freddy's like i'm back bitch (laughs) i've reinvented myself bitch oscar bitch yeah, it's just Inception. We and just for his portrayal of Frederick Krueger, who would, who would play an Oscar-worthy version of Freddy Krueger? Daniel Day-Lewis. Yes. I was thinking Bob Odenkirk. He's, he's, he's ready to break. <laughs> he could do it. I don't. Have you guys watched the movie The Post? Uh, the Postman with Kevin Costner? No, there's a Steven Spielberg's movie he oh, did last. With Tom Hanks? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's it's pretty good, but Bob and David are both in it. Really? And they're oh. both serious, and it's really hard to watch them together. That's interesting. By no fault of their own, it's all me, and I'm like, <laughs> like I'm waiting for a joke, and there's no joke because they're is, playing that... actual men who are reporters, but no insulted fucking David Cross, but like Bob Odenkirk's a way better actor. Sure. So it yeah. seems like a Mr. Show sketch because Bob Odenkirk's being really serious. And then you have this really hammy fat, bald David cross, like going, man, so I got a call from Netanyahu. And you're like, (laughs) you're like, Oh wait, it's not funny. He like, he's playing a real guy and they're having a real conversation. It's It's just my, I can't disassociate. It was a, I watched that movie, the disaster artist, uh, you know, with James Franco about that movie. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, yeah. two people from the podcast, Paul Shear and Jason Manzukis, they have a podcast called How Did This Get Made, where they talk about how bad movies, how could they possibly get made? Hence the title. But they're, and one of their first and most popular episodes is when they did The Room. And I, I don't know if that's what inspired it, but James Franco and Seth Rogen loved the podcast and loved the episode. So they mm-hmm. cast Paul Shear and Jason Manzukis in the movie. And Jason Manzoukas is fine. He has a smaller part, but Paul Shear is in it. And I love that podcast. But so I get like the, uh, the Kaufman-esque idea of it. No, I'm just kidding. I get like the, uh, 
when, what's it called? What's it called? Um, when something is involved in something. Uh, meta. Meta. Thank you. I get the meta concept of it, but Paul Shear's a really good actor. So mm-hmm. it was really mm-hmm. hard for me because I was like, he's in it kind of as a joke and the movie's a joke. So it's a joke about a joke. But he's being so he's, really good he's in it. his part as like <laughs> the PA. It's a smaller part, but he's like, it was, it was. That's exactly what I'm thinking of. That was, that's funny. Uh, what do we got? There's a, a lot of different interpretations among all the actors. That who who's directing that? Because there, there's got to be a strong director telling each actor to like play this serious or not. I think it's, it's directed uh, by James Franco. Everyone. Franco. He directed oh, it too. Yeah. Himself. Before he showed out his time in Hollyweird. Right, we gotta. Oh man, we've been dropping the show. You're report. gonna take it seriously or not? You know. Has anything happened big on the show? report? I feel like there's a couple big ones. Was there? God, who was it? There's someone recently that oh, I can't uh, remember. Justin Trudeau. Oh yeah, but it good. was Fuck so yeah. it was so Canadianly showy. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Even the woman was like, "She's like, it was inappropriate, but and it was like seriously like he was being because apparently Justin Trudeau, as with most politicians, comes from privilege, and he was at like a benefit of concert, which was probably like you know the Boot Scoogs or some stupid Canadian folky cranberries like band. They're not stupid. The Boot Scoogs, they <laughs> open for the Beatles. <laughs> Foreshadow number five, the Boot Scoogs. And he like inappropriately gave her a shoulder rub or something. It was so beautifully Canadian. Oh, no. and, and he was like, that... you're right. I don't remember it, but you know, I was a younger guy then. And she's like, he, he was. And he young. apologized and like, it's so weird. Because it's like, yeah, his apology is also really weird. It's like, I wish I could meet you and speak to my younger self to improve my current self. You're like, what the fuck is going on? So you had Trudeau and then I don't, I don't, any, any like Holly celebs? No, I'm just grasping. Yeah, I had a really good one that that happened earlier this week. It'll come back to us. I mean, La- we'll Lassiter, definitely. I know it's it's on the like the Lassiter. Did you just see yeah. Expendables two and it brought it back to you, Henning? Did you see that movie yet? Oh, I- Incredibles! <laughs> you said Expendables. I was like, it's Expendables two is really good. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Yeah, Incredible. Oh, Stallone. He was a chauvy. He came up. Oh, well, but we all knew but, that. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's not a surprise. The guys that wear it on their sleeves like Trump, they just don't. You don't think Steven Seagal was horrible to women, but everybody knows oh, yeah. that. So he doesn't get into any trouble. Arnold Schwarzenegger. This happened before the technical terminology of hashtag me too. So everybody's like, you think he only abusively had sex with his maid he did it too he said it openly in his documentary about throwing women away like you know bush light cans <laughs> so it's alone, it's like, yeah. working the balls like everybody knows these guys are showbies so they get away with it right it's like when you find out like oh a bear killed someone who fell in their pen it's like i knew he was gonna kill them. you know right. yeah, we exactly. all we get it we get it it's like dog dog bites man no one cares right yeah but you get Trudeau doing something. Oof, you got liberal him. hero, liberal progressive hero. 
Trudeau Go back to your Trudeau. fruit machine. Trudeau. Trudeau. Your can. It's, it's stained. This country is stained. Hashtag Trudeau. Don't touch me. Like that, <laughs> eh? <laughs> oh, man. I really wish I could. I want that to be the next. <sighs> I don't like right wing people enough to be like, this is a great shirt, but that's a good shirt. Trudeau. Don't touch me. Oh, man. Um. <laughs> I don't, uh, so on my, so then I do have something, but I'm going to make it, so this is like a quiz heavy show, but I'm going to make it a coldie, Mm. but remember my, I forget the name I had, but remember my soda antonym game? Yes. This isn't a stretch, Mm. by the way. I have a new Mm. one and what is it called? It's called, uh, this is, this isn't a quiz, right? But it's, where is it? It's called, oh, it's called. Queer the beer. It's just antonyms for beers. But that'll be later on. <laughs> well, uh, I found oh, a list. Oh, and I, I, oh sorry. Wh- I want to preface that real quick, Casey, before you do that. I apologize. I need to. So I am going to present that later. But for any listeners out there and then for my own well-being, our own well-being and, and out of respect. So we did soda antonyms a long time ago. But on a regular basis now on the podcast, tell him Steve, Dave, Walt Flanagan does. I forget what it's called, but he does it at the end of every show. And it's similar to an antonym, but he'll throw out like five antonyms. And then for the people that guess the antonyms and then guess the theme that all the antonyms are acquainted to get a gift or something. But so he's been doing that. So I want to say that soda antonym predated it. But I also respect that that's something he does, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to do Queer the Beer. So just a heads up, <laughs> if anybody's like, tell him Steve Dave does that, they do. I'm not trying to step on Walt's toes. You did it first. We technically did it first, though I'm sure if he was hearing this, he would argue uh, or not care at all. But And I'm pissed off that comic book men didn't get uh, um, picked up again. That's bullshit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Only three glorious seasons? No, they have like seven. nine. Seven. They, yeah, they're fine. They're fine. I, I looked away for a little bit. <laughs> oh, Henning, when you stopped looking, they didn't stop. They kept going. AMC, and the only thing about AMC is the AMC just hasn't really jumped onto a good streaming boat yet. So Comic Book Men will be fine mm. as soon as they find that niche and AMC goes on Hulu or something. Because you can... You can only stream like the first two seasons, and those might not even be free. Those might not even be available. For oh, you, I don't so. even think they're uh, like they don't even make uh, DVDs of them. That's what I'm saying. So when that happens, and which it will, they'll pro- or Kevin Smith will buy the rights to the show or something and release it. So they're yeah. they're they're fine. So I'm not worried about my my queer the beer. That's all I'm saying. Uh, are we quiz? Oh, Casey, I cut you off. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I found this list a long time ago, and it's like every time we talk about, and I I figured if Aaron hopped on because we've been talking off the pod, a lot of us have been talking a lot about family matters. Oh, yes. And Urkel, she's been reintroducing some classic, terrible television to her her children. Yes. So I had just ran, I've had it saved on my search history. It was just a list of the worst season of television ever the worst fall lineup in tv history oh my god from 1983 
And it's every show that was introduced was canceled. And it's just a list of the shows and their descriptions. And I've had it forever. And I've just been like, yeah, we could should talk about it. Cause I they're, love it. Um, because we've been talking a lot about the old pig in the tool belt whose show's back, baby. I can't believe this fucking country. Oh, Dan Con- Dan Connors getting his own show. Sorry, Roseanne. I want to be president for a day so I can just introduce a show that's just a woman transitioning to a man in a leather kilt squishing her breasts on a camera lens. Prime time. <laughs> flap don't go flapjack. <laughs> She's a detective. Detective Flapjack. Uh, no, so I can go into the list of shows. I just had them, and I was like... Go for it. All right, so this was... Uh, this was the NBC's fall lineup for 1983. These, This was their new comedies and dramas. Number one, The Yellow Rose. So CBS had that smash runaway hit Dallas. Oh, yeah. A soap opera about a Texas oil baron. Show was number one. On primetime, we'll go down in history, change the books for television. People in communist Russia were bootlegging it. Like, this show was America. So, NBC created a show called The Yellow Rose, also a soap opera about a family in Texas, uh, about oil, Texas oil barons. Okay. The Yellow Rose is technically known as the JFK Rose, by the way. I've been doing Ooh. my gardening lately. It should have been about a Massachusetts group of beer barons. Yes. Have have they done like a, a JFK style? Like clearly, like let's just say like let's rip off the Kennedys. Like a Kennedy show. Ooh, right. Like a Sopranos. Like like a Sopranos style. Set in Massachusetts though. I'm going like old Boston, old blue blood. Old gangsters in Boston. There was like a gangstery Boston show called The Hill or something. Or that might have been Rhode Island, but oh no, yeah, it was a Showtime show. It was, and the one brother was a was a a mafioso guy, and the one brother was a politician. Yeah, was obviously based on like Whitey Bulger and his brother. Yeah, yeah. that it was Providence. It was about the Providence. But Boston gangsters in the fifties and like Kennedy era twenty, like you know how awesome that would be. And then the Kennedy fucking. uh, it's already there. The fucking end of season one finale is fucking JFK running for office the first time. So, oh, you know, you're like, it's a runaway, baby. It's I don't done. think so. I think the if you really want to make a show, I think the end of season one is uh, uh, JFK senior. What's his name? Kennedy. Senior? Joseph. Joe Kennedy. Joe. Snuggling up to FDR to become ambassador to England and then supporting the Hitler uh, regime. That's how you nice. end episode one. Then episode then get- two is World War Two with the Kennedys in it. Older Kennedy getting shot down in the plane. JFK getting the PT-109 boat. The other oh, yeah. Kennedys um, uh, not old enough to enlist and being upset about it. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's nice. It's like, uh, what's that uh, BBC show about that fucking rich house? Uh, Arthur's Closet. Uh, Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. <laughs> it's so good. It's such a, like, a fucking... <laughs> Oh, Rich House. Remember a uh, British Rich House? <laughs> well, I never saw it, but I mean, how good but is that? That that teeters around World War One, So it starts pre, so in right. like 
affluence, money, before everything is just wrecked. Like, you could do the American version of that. You could go Kennedy. And the first Kennedys, you could follow... The first Kennedy came from Ireland, and he had to leave Ireland because he was basically, like, pushed out of town because, you know, he had... There was some kind of bad blood. So you could start the whole... In fact, the whole first season could take place in Ireland with him and all these conflicts in this small town. Nah, you gotta go flashbacks. Season oh, two yeah. with flashbacks. That's, you'll, you're like, up then, you're up now. Bah, 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 yeah. bah, bah. Oh, man, it could be so good. And then Prohibition. Like that... So you'd have, like, the Prohibition era with Joe Kennedy and him, like, raising his... You know, making his fortune with all these scumbags. That would be good. That's a good. That's a good idea. Put that trademark. We're trademarking that. Oh, yeah. We're gonna call it a yellow rose, not the yellow rose. Okay. Or we'll just drop the the and just go yellow rose. And they'll be like, "Why is it called yellow rose?" That uh, was a JFK uh. rose. You know, <laughs> it's a JFK's rose. You, you fucking idiots. Why don't you call it Kennedy? Yeah, two on the. Eh, I don't want to get sued. <laughs> Uh, all right, Yellow Rose, we got it. All right, Yellow Rose won already. We already got a, a hit show based on their crap. We're going to number two. Number two is called Mr. Smith. The titular character is a put-upon political advisor, mm-hmm. as well as a chimpanzee made super smart with an experimental chemical. It starred the orangutan from the popular movie Any Which Way But Loose. Wow. <laughs> Yes, it's a smart monkey show. That took the biggest turn ever because I was like, oh, they called yeah. it Mr. Smith. It's a TV show based on Mr. Smith Goes Mr. to Washington. Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. And yeah. then they jerk yeah. practiced the shit out of it. <laughs> Holy smokes, that's madness. But they got the so it's most. A, it's a chimp in a suit, not a man playing. Henning, Henning, Henning. Watch your show language. There's a different species, there's an orangutan. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. The chimp was his secretary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I'd watch these shows. But any anything to bring back I I would have too. Like Are you kidding me? Uh, Politics, orangutans. Bring it back. Sounds now. like Washington so... now. Did you just say that? <laughs> Call it President Smith. <laughs> it's orange enough for you. <laughs> He's orange and fucking fat and shitty. Yeah, where? Why aren't we in Hollywood? We just gave HBO its next eight seasons of its award-winning show, and we gave Comedy Central its stupid "That's My Bush" for the year. You know what I mean? Again, President I harangue. <laughs> He'll harangue. <laughs> Hashtag don't Trudeau me or whatever. Fuck, we have orang is the new prez. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's a stretch. That's a stretch of it, but it's a bit. You work things out. See, you pr- you pitch that one, and then you go, "All right, no, no, no." They'll go. I think we're enough. You go, "No, no, no." Kennedy's. I got something called Kennedy. <laughs> yellow rose. It's called a yellow rose, or just yellow rose. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. All right. I like. So uh, far. All right. The next one is called Jennifer slept here. Okay. A typical American family moves to a new home in Los Angeles ellipses that's still inhabited by the ghost of the old hollywood movie star who lived there before i love it i love it right what the fuck it's a ghost show dispenses advice or something talks the talks the new owners through puberty or something like that oh it's just helps her become a star yeah old timey for new timey like 
she's a little spicy. She uses a little spicy language. And she helps her. She helps her get her old movies rediscovered because she's been forgotten by Hollywood. Oh, and you know there's a storyline with the Turner Classic Movies, things getting colorized. Like, oh, don't you dare. (laughs) I like it. I like it. Uh, Yeah, so that one's just weird. But that one is really... I mean, I know that just followed one about a fucking super smart orangutan from, like... (laughs) Getting medicate like bad medication, but is the fifth show a ghost is a lot for me. Is then the next following show President Chimp the Ghost? <laughs> Goes Hawaiian. <laughs> I like how the the show premises are getting crazier and crazier, but the names are like pretty pedestrian, right? You gotta go. You gotta play like, it down. If and you then got suppress- like you over the head with it. You know, Henning, if you got the TV guide, you'd be like, ah, it's Tuesday. It's my favorite night to watch television. Like, oh, Mr. Smith. Uh, he has another policy debate with, you know, Senator Birchhold, who's really conservative. And you're like, I really am into. And you turned it. It was a fucking ape going. <laughs> or you know what it is. And you're like, it Senator Birchhold is also like an alligator. How much do you, I have not resources? Florida. Monkey Sam Kinison. Voiceover. It's total like Herman's head voiceover. Yes. Who do you cast in 1983 as the ape Mr. Smith? We don't even know if the ape's called Mr. Smith. We're just presuming. Yeah, don't don't assume. Got some more on that lineup, by the way, or is that the full on lineup? Oh, no, no. There's more. There's more. Uh, this one. Yeah, I, I'd watch this one. Uh, it's called Bay City Blues. Like Stephen Bochco, creator of Hill Street Blues in L.A. Law. Blues uh, again? Oh, blues, yeah. He's, he likes the blues. Uh, created this show about a bitter, the bittersweet lies of a constantly touring minor league baseball team. Bochco's blue, period. See, that could work. That one doesn't take. That could be a good show. I'd watch that show. You'd watch that show. Of course. It was good. In a heartbeat. I watch if it was a Netflix show right now. I wonder what Botchko's up to. Miami Bring a Bay Blue. City Blues back. <laughs> <laughs> Blue City Bay. Uh, the Blue City Rollers. Uh, we got here's one. Uh, we got it made. Much to the chagrin of their girlfriends, two New York roommates hire a sexy live-in maid. Hashtag don't touch me. I, don't a, touch me. A Canadian maid. So what? Ha- so th- it's two awkward nerds around a sexy maid, right? And she helps right, them get yeah. dates or be clean up. I like it. Right. They're but they have but they have girlfriends already. They right. Do? They made a point. Henning's right. They made a point to say these two. They have girlfriends. Oh, those girlfriends hire- are nasty, bro. <laughs> oh, bitches. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fox is already mean. sold. <laughs> They're just like yanking their ha- like just cutting their souls in half. Get up. This show job. is just Frasier. I guarantee you this pilot was floating around and they went, fuck, we can use Kelsey Grammer. David Hyde Pierce, let's just make it Frasier. Because that's Frasier. Two single dudes. Hot yeah. maid. Frasier. But Frasier. Frasers are hot dudes. Well, I'm saying they they rewrote the the dudes out. 
Oh, but okay. older dudes. <laughs> Get the dudes out. We need older dudes. I mean, technically, hey, a lot of moms. Get me a chimp and a ghost for this maid. Uh, Kelsey Grammer was the Kevin Costner of TV for the 90s. Made in Ghost Hatton. No idea what that means. (laughs) Just moms. They love the old Kelsey Grammer. Oh, yeah. Bad Grammar. How come he hasn't had a show called Bad Grammar? Oh, my God. Yes. Doesn't what? even have to be a reality show. What are we doing wasting away in these non-Hollywood cities? And these crevasse pit-based cesspools. <laughs> Just full of bubbling, yeah. amazing ideas floating up and getting tamped back down by rebel flags. Oh, bad grammar is just Kelsey Grammer hosting one of those early 2000s fucking flirty guy shows. It's where just... the guy teaches someone how to pick up chicks. Or it's just a game show where, like, smart kids break down bad, poorly written sentences versus adults. <laughs> it's just or sentence it's about... structure. Yes. It's about Kelsey Grammer after Me Too accusations. Oh, did he get Me oh. Too'd? A look, at, a look at what happens. That bad. would go over really well. Oh, you bad comma grammar. Bad, it's about you're the bad. Struggle afterward. Hashtag bad grammar. But he, oh, he's an actor playing Kevin Spacey. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we can bring Kevin Spacey back because he'll play Kelsey Grammer in the show. Oh, that's and how then we not get be it. in trouble anymore. I did speak. Meta. There's your hashtag. Me too. I did see an interview with um, Robin Wright Penn, who was just like, I think Kevin Spacey had a. Big fall one because he, he obviously he molested a, somebody who's under eighteen or did anything to anybody against her wishes. But also, I think he's just a dick. So everybody's like, yeah, no, we didn't want to work yeah. with him anyway. So now we just never have to say no. Oh because yeah, we'll now we can dogpile on him. Because Robin Wright Penn was like, I didn't know the man. We didn't even talk between takes. Which is yeah. crazy, just showing how good of a not to spicy me, but actors they both are because they looked like they had this amazing they did have this amazing crazy chemistry on screen but it was a fragile right a yeah uh uh can i'm making hand gestures on well, a podcast a, they had an intense a, relationship uh it was a controversial business yes, relationship yes mm-hmm. much yeah so that's why it worked on the show so now i guess well, yeah Kelsey exactly Grammer's in the final season oh yeah he plays frank underwood without acknowledging it <laughs> That's what I do. It's so great. Do you know how many Just people would at least watch it. the first episode? Everyone in America. Everyone who watched Roseanne. Oh, I, I watched it. What does that say about me? Oh, hashtag you too. YouTube. You boob. Uh, right. Okay, we got, right, right, right. we got a couple more. We got a couple more. Keep it rolling. Uh, this one is called Boone. B O O N E. A like 1950s, Dune. yeah, exactly. A 1950s set drama about a teenager named Boone Sawyer who wants to be part of the newfangled rock and roll music, much to the chagrin of his conservative father. Uh, that sounds There's lots of good. chagrin. Yeah. Chagrin. Everyone's chagrin uh, in these old shows. Art is all about conflict, Henny. Conflict is yeah. key. Yeah. You got to introduce the conflict right off the bat. I get it. How much? How long do you think it was before Boone died in uh, Vietnam? <laughs> oh man, that'd be such a sad episode. By I'm the way, they're bringing it. back Wonder Years with a I, different because name. Because I, 
it sounds like I read that and I was like, that's just Wonder Years. They bring him back. But Wonder a little years. bit hmm. older. What's it called? Years of Wonder? Kinda. It's called The Kids Are <laughs> Alright. Takes place in the 70s. Hmm. Awkward kids growing up. Conservative 50s dad. Out of touch. Kind of standoffish. Guy with voice in his head. I think it's probably voiced by, I don't know, Daniel Stern's son, Don. George Don Stern. <laughs> the famous Don Stern. That's a jerk practice name to bring it back around. <laughs> Don Stern. There's an owl in my office. <laughs> my God, yes. His name's Daniel. <gasps> Daniel Stern. He doesn't have my last name. <laughs> You're doing bad at this interview. Oh man, this next one is fucking delicious cheese. Okay. It's called The Rousters. Okay. The adventures of two modern day bounty hunters who are descendants of the Western lawman, Wyatt Earp. Beth, he's on (laughs) Kiwa. We gotta get him. (laughs) Come on, Beth. Dog the Bounty Hunter's been on Prime, Amazon Prime. So (laughs) Meg and I picked up a couple episodes. And that's what it's that all I can hear when I hear Bounty yeah. Hunter is just his see his squinty eyes and hear, come on, Beth, but he has a mom too, Beth. It's just <laughs> drugs. It's just like fucking dog. Henning, yeah. have you seen Dog the? Oh, that is joy oh, work. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, do I have two though? Yeah, no. you're, one episode. But Henning, you're you're so close to Hawaii. No. It'll feel like home. He's got a home oh, in Colorado too. <laughs> he's a he's a debt collector in Hawaii. I can just see dog r- racing after your like joint tootin' dad naked on a bike. Get him, Beth! Get him! <laughs> he's too fast for us on that bike. It's because dog smokes too many merits. Uh, do we have uh, anything left in the lineup? Uh, there are two the left. Rear? All right. Uh, the cl- okay, we got a quick one. It's called "For Love and Honor," a romantic drama set on a military base, clearly inspired by Officer and a Gentleman. Not Major Dad. I think that's a real show. Became, yeah. became Major Dad, and the final is Manimal. A handsome playboy helps police solve crimes with his unique ability to transform into an animal. Any animal he wishes. Man plus animal that- equals manimal. Show sounds fucking amazing. Yeah, I, would I think watch, the intro yeah. is think worth of how watching. Many animals the costumes are. are good. Yeah, that show could yeah. still be on its twenty ninth season or eighty three. Endless possibilities. Yeah, yeah. Turns into a rat and gets some hobos in the sewer. <laughs> so yeah, they manimal didn't make it. That was the NBC lineup for nineteen eighty three. Year I was born. I brought a blight upon entertainment. <laughs> the National Broadcasting Company. Nice. These were the ones that didn't make it. These were the, the also rans. There was no. This this was that NBC lineup. ran all of those shows in 1983, and none of them survived. And, I don't. I'm sure the shows. president of NBC didn't survive either. Brandon Tartikoff. <laughs> no, that wasn't under Brandon's run, I was know, it? No, it wasn't. No way. That was Don. I only Stern. know him because of uh, because of uh, God Saved by the Bell. Well, Brandon Tartikoff, he was in charge of SN. Oh, was he SNL when Lauren Michaels was gone? There were like two seasons where SNL was actually run by 
the like an executive from NBC because Lauren got a contract to go to Hollywood and make movies. Uh, no, it wasn't Tartikoff. It, wasn't. it was um, he was in charge of the sports. Yeah, I can't think of his name. I get it's it's neither here nor there, gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, I yes. want Aaron to be on this quiz. So what's amazing about this episode, because I wanted to give the questions for a quiz and leave it, the answers for a quiz. Hey, uh, uh, what is it called for a cliffhanger. cliffhanger for next episode? But this is the ultimate cliffhanger because those quizzes I've been talking about all this episode <laughs> are going to be next episode with Aaron, but I will leave you with one queer as beer well, uh, one queer as beer, and then we'll all queer as beer for the coldy tag, and then everybody's got to listen in because you have a science quiz, and I'll I'll, I'll even entice you for a science quiz and an art quiz. The name of the quiz one, the art quiz, is of course, it's got two names: work of art or a liar's fart, aka modern true or Galdern poo. So that's the art quiz. And, oh, and in which it's a quiz that tests your knowledge of actual modern art that exists versus artwork that I myself have made up. All right. Okay. And then the next quiz, the second quiz that you all have to look forward is science that's real or Dom's reveal, aka Einstein or Neinstein. AKA <laughs> Musk or Busk. So these are quizzes everyone has to look forward to to next episode, including E Weave. But let me give you a queer beer to see to to before we hour it. Young Chicago. <laughs> Old Milwaukee. Boom. Oh, I think that's an hour, folks. Weird this beer coming out hot, Henry. More of that. Give me, give me our closing coming antonym. Uh, uh, like another queer this beer. No, know. we hate you, and there's everything you can say, don't about no. it. <laughs> exactly. Hashtag true. Don't touch me. No, it would be I despise you, and but you can leave. But I despise you, do- and you can leave. <laughs> what a jerk that guy is. <laughs> But you can leave. That's what Trump said at the uh, at the G seven. I despise you. You can leave. I don't want to leave it on that. I despise me, and I'm leaving. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. America, talking. America. God done shed his grace on thee and crown thy good within brotherhood. The whole sky was lit up that night, 4th of July. Sandlot on the brain, baby, you know why, because it's summertime. And because it's summertime, I'm doing a stock promo. And does that make me feel cheap? It does not. And do you know why? Because it's self-love. Just want to let you know that even though I'm not here with a personalized end capper, that doesn't mean coldy. Always a coldy. That doesn't mean I love you any less. That doesn't mean I don't uh, bow to anyone that gives us a sweet, rady review. It just means that it's summer, and I want 
to remind you about the Facebook page, to remind you to join the community, to remind you that we hashtag not sponsored is a new podcast, could have said that better, to remind you that Have a Good Night Court is not defunct, it is in a state of reimagination, and so many amazing things to come. And that was an amazing episode. It was one of the most fun episodes I've we've recorded in a long time. And I know I said this was stock. I am talking about the specific episode we're on. But next episode, I'm also talking about that episode. The one after that, we haven't recorded. So if that one's not good, then this doesn't make sense. But it will be. I think that's it. America. God done shed his grace on thee. And I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it now. When I wait a minute, here's a cold tag. All right, coldy tag. Here we go. Tree heavy. Tree heavy? Tree <laughs> Bud Light heavy. Close. Bud Light? You got one oh, right. Yeah. Tree heavy. Bush light. Boom. <laughs> okay. Faux. Buds are, are tree things, too. That's oh, true. I can kind of see that, but how about this one? Faux dumber. Faux <laughs> dumber. <laughs> uh, real smart? Real smart. Uh, Faux. Tree. Faux. Yeah. What's the opposite of a Spell foe? F O E, I think. Oh. Oh. Not F A U X. Oh, sorry. No, not my fault. Foe. Oh, Henning's getting you on. Dumber. <laughs> Faw. What's the opposite of dumber? Smarter. Brighter. Lighter. Close. Uh, Lighter. Foe. Clever. Dumber. One word. Friendlighter? Budweiser. Yeah, Budweiser. <laughs> That's a good one. That is a good one. This one you should hammer out right away. Low death. High life. Boom. High life. This one might be tough. That's a. It's always Miller high life, though, right? Uh, what's the opposite of Miller? Rillum? <laughs> Literally, you could only put it back. Yeah, I guess what would what would the occupation the opposite of a miller? Oh, nice! I was gonna uh, do Mike, a farmer, which was real deep because he was a basketball player from South. What, what was it? It would be farmer, farmer low death, farmer low death. <laughs> I hope you're listening to these, Verno. By the way, this one's special for you. This one should be should be used because it's a beautiful. Sometimes two fun words go together sound beautiful. Stationary paper. Stationary paper. Stationary paper. And as I read it, there's no fucking way, you guys. <laughs> hey. The opposite of paper is obviously rock <laughs> or scissors. Stationary. Oh, rolling rock. Yeah. Rolling rock. Oh, you good. you were that was that was good teamwork. Uh, and it's... no team, no form of teamwork will ever help you three. Including you, Harvey. Roan Silver. One word. Roan Silver. Roan? Spell Roan. Uh, R-H-O-N-E. Roan Silver. 
Rhine gold? Yeah! Ah, the opposite of the Rhone River is the <laughs> Rhine River. There you go. Opposite of gold is silver. Everybody knows that. This should be a sweet beer. Synthetic fire. Uh, natural light. Oh. Synthetic fire. Fire. Ice, ice. What's that ice? Natural beer? ice? Yeah. Natural ice. Natty ice. It takes Henning and I. We got to do half. We each do half. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Yeah. You guys, what about a... Can you open up a frosty pint of New American? Old English. Boom. Oh, nice. This one I'm not even... I shouldn't even say out loud, but I'll do it. Bull 22.5. Opposite of a bull? Bull, 22.5. It's got to be a a weight. Colt, 45? Yeah. It's it's half of a number. It's opposite. (laughs) You should have divided it by one. (laughs) You divide the number by one. The opposite ratio, the inverse ratio of it. Oh, that would make more sense. this isn't the science quiz, Henning. That's next episode. <laughs> all right, last one. This is for all the marbles. Who can get it first? Queen Mongoose. King Cobra. Boom. That's a beer. That's a queer beer. Uh, See you next week. Is, yes. <laughs> That's for the scumbums. <laughs> <laughs>